Hello everyone, this is Mark Anthony with Edge on Regenerative Medicine Show. I am excited today to have Dr. Mark Lindholm. Thank you so much for being here. Yeah, it's a pleasure. I'm so happy to be here and hello to everybody on, on that's uh, tuning in later. Exactly. So everyone, check this out. I need everybody to share this. Why? Because this is very, very important. The title here is Combating, Combating the Corona with Boosting Your Immune System which is something everybody needs to be doing. And not only that, but Dr. Uh, Mark is out of Elkhart, Indiana with Natural Health Family Chiropractic. If you want to take a look at his website, you can go to nhfchiropractic.com. Here's the cool thing. Dr. Mark just wrote a book, which we're going to be getting into. First, we're going to hear about a story. And he just wrote a really cool book on CBD. It's called A Doctor's Perspective on CBD Science, Success Stories, and Changed Lives. We'll have the link on here. And here's another cool thing right here at the bottom. Um, one of the cool things we're going to be doing, too, is make sure you stay tuned till the end. We have live testimonials of people that Dr. Mark has helped change their lives. And speaking of changing lives, make sure you guys share this. Because one video can change one person's life, even if you're not in pain. So remember, sharing is caring. Thank you so much, Dr. Mark, for being here. Tell us your story of how yeah. you got into what you do and why you do and talk to us. <laughs> yeah, sure. So again, thanks for being here. It's an honor you know, to be here. So yeah, I'm a chiropractor. I've been a chiropractor for a little over 27 years. And uh, you know, I, I'm a a Christian and I believe that everything happens for a reason like God has a plan for us and especially you know now that I've been a practice for a long time I can look back at my life and see so many things that weren't coincidences but God incidences and I'm gonna talk about two of those today and one is how I became a chiropractor so it's kind of a long story but the abbreviated version is when I was really young when I was about five I struggled with a really serious health issue my parents took me to multiple different doctors couldn't find an answer and um, finally, out of desperation, uh, the doctors uh, sent me to the hospital. They ran some tests um, and kind of out of desperation, my parents had never used a chiropractor, but somebody that works with my father had recommended, you know, you ought to take your son to my chiropractor. And my parents, not only had they never used a chiropractor, but my problem was I had these really severe stomach pains. And my parents thought, well, I thought chiropractors worked on your back. Like how, you know, they didn't understand. They thought it was all about back pain. But, uh, you know, we went to the hospital and they did these tests. They couldn't tell us anything. And out of desperation, we drove by this chiropractor's clinic. She uh, got us in, you know, right then. Again, just that alone is a miracle. We didn't have an appointment. She examined my spine and explained to my parents I had some problems in my spine, what chiropractors call subluxations in the middle part of my back. And she said, you know, that she explained to my parents, the nurse from that area come around, they help to control your stomach. And there's a good chance it's causing um, the stomach to be hyperactive, secrete too much acid. And so I don't remember a lot of this because I was five, but I remember my first adjustment. And I remember the next day waking up and feeling so much better, like a dramatic improvement. You were fine. <laughs> have you felt that? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so, and then, but the really ironic thing is that the hospital called back the next day and they said, you know, we apologize to you to my parents that they told us there was nothing wrong with you with uh, with me um, because the test results showed I had some ulcers or, or a, an oh. ulcer in my stomach and they wanted me to come back to the hospital they were going to start some some medication some treatment and I had gotten so much improvement just from this first adjustment that my parents said you know I think uh, we're going to continue with what we're doing we took him to a chiropractor and so that's you know how I got started with chiropractic um, but then as a it didn't just change my life and my health but then 
chiropractic became a big part of my whole family's health. And so we all started going to a chiropractor to stay well. When I was young, I was very involved in you know, athletics and football and wrestling. And I saw a chiropractor regularly. My mom ended up actually working as an office manager for a chiropractor in town. And I was very young, probably about 13 when I decided I wanted to be a chiropractor. Wow. So did, was, would you say what tipped you over to become a chiropractor was your mom being a manager there and maybe talking with the doctor and kind of seeing, being around that? I'm, I'm kind of curious. Yeah, maybe a little, um, you know, I think it was an accumulation of, of all of that, you know, for me, it was just a natural part of, you know, what we did, because I had started so young, and I saw the benefits, but definitely having my mom work in that arena was probably, uh, you know, important. I actually, you know, got a lot of encouragement from my from my parents. Um, I because I decided so young, I was gonna that I want to do that when I like I said, I was only, you know, like a freshman in high school. Um, I started taking like anatomy and physiology classes as soon wow. as I could in high school. I actually went around and visited like almost any chiropractor that would let me come into their office and like shadow them for a few hours, um, trying to figure out which school was best to go to and all that. So by the time I, when I got to college, I did my undergraduate work as quickly as I could. Like I took as many hours as they'd let me. I went to school over the summer. So, wow. um, and then chiropractic school, a lot of people don't realize this, but it's like medical school. So it's, you know, four academic years, but I went all year around and got through as quickly as I could. So I was really young. I was only like 24 when I graduated from chiropractic college wow. because I just, I knew that's what I wanted to do. So I was so excited to get out. And now what's really, uh, like wonderful is that my oldest daughter is actually in school right now to be a chiropractor. She's about halfway through going to school at Palmer college where I got my alma mater. So. Awesome. Well, hey, that's a great college for one thing. Uh, top notch. That's awesome, man. That's a, that's a great story. I, I love how the fact that I bet your daughter was inspired by you. Uh, well, I, I think so. Yeah, I, ho just I hope a little so. bit, just a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I tell people I always wanted my kids to do something that they would that they really loved and was fulfilling for them. But I used to kind of half kiddingly tell all my kids when they were little, I used to say you can do whatever you want with your life. You can be whatever you want. Right after you graduate from Palmer College, then you can do whatever you want. And my daughter took me seriously, apparently. <laughs> hey, you brainwashed her. Good, good way, though. I'm just playing. Uh, on another note, um, let's, let's maybe just a little bit maybe touch on, because I would really love to talk about your book. Um, yeah. But the next thing I'd like to really get into is, you know, how we're hearing everything about the corona, corona, corona. Like, well, how can we combat this corona by, with you know, keeping our immune system, would that actually help? Or oh, Absolutely. So I think that's really important that, you know, um, I collaborate with a lot of medical doctors in my area and medicine is really important for treating disease. But with viruses, um, there's really not a lot of medicines we have. That's one of the problems with this, you know, unique uh, COVID-19 disease. And so it's all about boosting your immune system. The, the backstory of this is that a lot of people don't understand how powerful our bodies are. The natural state of our body is to be exposed to viruses. There's viruses everywhere. We get exposed to viruses, all, you know, on a daily basis. And normally our body encounters them, builds immunity and, you know, uh, we, we don't even know it. We don't even get sick, so to speak. So it's all about boosting your immune system. We talk about the difference between uh, the virulence of the disease, so how strong the disease is. And right. granted, this I'm not, uh, you know, uh, underestimating, you know, how virulent this disease is. It's a serious thing people need to pay attention to. But it's such mo more important. The chiropractic approach is to look at the 
the um, susceptibility of the host. So how vulnerable are you? And I'd say the absolute best thing people can do and the thing they should really put a lot of effort toward right now is boosting their immunity because it looks like this disease, this virus is so contagious that you know all the things we're doing of social distancing are important and that can flatten the curve. But it looks like the vast majority of us are going to be exposed to this virus. And so the really important thing is to strengthen your immunity. And so I can go through a number of things if you'd like me to list off that I, I think are really important. Um, so the first thing is, and I might be a little biased as a chiropractor, but see a chiropractor. If you're not already under chiropractic care, get checked for, um, get your spine checked. And the reason that's so important is that literally the idea of chiropractic is that the, just the way our body works is the nerves go from the brain through the spine out to your body, and then from the body back to the brain. The cool thing about being a chiropractor now in 2020 is the research just over the last six or eight years has really shown when we adjust the spine, you can literally see the brain functions differently. Uh, they awesome. did a study through um, the uh, Australian Chiropractic College, the, uh, and there's a researcher there, a PhD researcher, um, Dr. Heidi um, Hovick or Heidi Havoc, and she has uh, done some studies where they used EEGs and and um, functional MRIs that show when you adjust somebody, literally the brain functions differently. So this ties into our immune system because the brain and your nervous system is literally how the immune system functions. It's how it communicates. As a matter of fact, most researchers, and you can Google this, like just look up the neuroendocrine immune system. Like it's really all one thing, your nervous system, your immune system, and your hormones all work together. So if your nervous system isn't functioning optimally, you, you cannot possibly have an optimally functioning uh, immune system. So that's the number one thing. But then some things that are pretty basic but are super important, like getting enough sleep. Even if you just decrease your sleep by an hour or two uh, a night, it can really weaken your immune system. Getting lots of fresh air. You know, today actually in, in Elkhart, we've had you know, we have like a permacloud during the winter, but it's actually supposed to be 60 degrees and sunny today. So get out in the sunshine. If you live someplace further south, you can actually get vitamin D from exposure to the sunshine, which is super important for your uh, uh, immune system. Um, eating healthy. Now is the time to get, you know, eating lots of fruits and vegetables, you know, drinking tons of water, being well hydrated um, and trying to decrease stress. So get some moderate exercise, you know, over the top intense exercise can kind of weaken your immune system, but regular moderate to mild exercise is super important. So those things are baseline things, but baseline things that make a huge difference. And then nutritionally, specifically, I'd recommend if you live someplace further north, like north of the Mason-Dixon right. line, you should probably be taking a vitamin D supplement. Because like I said, you can get that from sun, but like where we live in Northern Indiana, the sun is really only intense enough like June, July, and August. And even then a lot of people are working inside where they're not getting sun. So that's vitamin D is really important, D3. Um, and you only need about one to 2,000 IUs a day for most people. Uh, some people uh, need more. So if you really want to be specific about it, you can get a blood test. You can have your doctor do a blood test and they can actually check your vitamin D levels. And then also vitamin C and zinc. Um, specifically, well, we've known for a long time, there's been numerous studies showing that helps with viral infections. Like people can get over like, a cold, which is a coronavirus, a different kind of coronavirus, in like half the time, the studies have shown if they're on high dose of vitamin C and zinc. Specifically with the coronavirus, there's some intriguing um, research going on. There's a clinical trial actually going on through Wuhan University where they were using uh, 1,200 milligrams of vitamin C. They were doing it intravenously, but uh, it's the, the clinical trial is not complete yet, but so far it's showing promise. 
And then um, I actually posted on my clinic Facebook page, there's actually three hospitals that I reported on in New York that are supposedly doing the same protocol um, mm -hmm. with people that are hospitalized with more severe uh, COVID-19 symptoms and finding uh, success. Um, and wow. then I would also do, you know, really anything to boost your immune system. So uh, like echinacea, colloidal silver, garlic, mm -hmm. Um, all those kind of things, you, you know, that are, have no downside, they're not going to hurt you are, are probably not a bad idea right now. Would you say the vitamins, vitamin C is not all equal. I know that for a fact, you know, I mean, you can get vitamin C at Walmart, Target, order online, but how do we know which is the purest vitamin C that we can purchase? Because a lot of us are buying fillers where we get something with the two or three strands and they put vitamin C on it and you got to drink a whole bottle just to even get it. One pure cap, uh, capsule. What what would you recommend? Do you sell anything that that people can buy from you? They can call, or do you recommend somewhere where they can order that? Yeah, we so we carry some really high quality supplements. But even with me being a doctor, like I have to vet every single supplement we carry. So I spend a lot of time researching because you're right. I mean, supplements are really important, but there's trashy ones out there, and yeah. then there's ones that just don't have good quality control. So we specifically uh, uh, use a several really good companies. One of them is called Metagenics. One's Orthomolecular. We use some Apex products that are, and some of those, honestly, like the general public doesn't have access to. They're sold through doctor's offices, but um, we sell those through my clinic. Um, but it, just in general, some things you want to look for is uh, if it's a high quality supplement company, generally it will be GMP certified. That stands for good manufacturing practices. Mm -hmm. And so what this is, is a third party like certification. And so if they have GMP certification, it probably tells you that that company is paying attention to quality. So that's a good thing to look for. Um, Vitamin C, uh, you know, there's different forms. So you can get it from rose hips. You can get it from actual ascorbic acid. You can get it with flavonoids in it. And um, some of those things can make a big difference. So the flavonoids seem to, like there's a product we carry um, called C-Flav through the orthomolecular company that uh, has vitamin C, but the flavonoids have been shown to actually open up your body to absorbing more of the wow. zinc. And mm -hmm. zinc and vitamin C are like a one-two punch that really work well together. Okay, so... If you don't mind, I'm just going to let everybody know, hey, guys, if you would like to purchase some of those, you can call uh, Dr. Mark's office. We have the phone number on the screen. And um, from, from there, tell us about your book. I know that your book is uh, it's called A Doctor's Perspective on CBD Science, Success Stories, and Changed Lives. Tell us about that. How did you even, before you tell us about this awesome book, how did you get, how, what, what sparked the, the interest to write this? Yeah, so it kind of goes back. It's 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 actually a similar story to how I got started in chiropractic. So it's based on my own personal experience. So um, if you had asked me a couple of years ago, do you think you'll ever be selling a CBD product or or write a book about CBD? I would have said no. Um, and and honestly, I was not only would I have said I didn't have interest, but I would have said, well, isn't CBD just marijuana? Like I was kind of I was really ignorant. And I think we should talk a minute about the difference, not, not right now, but, in, but make sure we come back to that, talking about the difference between CBD and marijuana. Um, so, but what happened is I had a personal injury. We actually were expanding my clinic. Um, we have three chiropractors at our clinic and three massage therapists, and we needed to, to like double the size of our clinic. And part of the construction we were doing is that uh, one of my hobbies is I love to garden. And there was this um, Japanese maple tree in the front of my the clinic we were renovating. And they were coming in the next day with the bulldozers to like, rip off part of the building and, and they were going to just 
destroy this tree and I didn't want it to go to waste. So I was out there with a shovel trying to dig this tree out. And one of these vigorous jabs, I jab into the, to, to the root and I think I hit a rock. I don't know if I hit the, the wood or the root, but anyway, I felt this pop in my wrist and I thought, Ooh, that's, that's not good. And, um, by, by later that evening, the next day, it was swollen. It was excruciating. Um, I believe that I ruptured one of the ligaments in my wrist and long story short was that I suffered with this injury for about a month. I did everything, you know, I have access to a lot of doctors in, in my area. So I was, uh, as a chiropractor, I had not taken drugs in literally years, but it was so bad. I was taking anti-inflammatories after I tried all the natural things. I was having laser treatments done on my wrist. I was getting it adjusted. Anyway, it got to the point where it was not only a very physically painful injury, but I was struggling through trying to work. If you know anything about a chiropractor, we use our hands and wrists all day long. And I, and I treat, a, I have a high volume practice, so I treat a lot of patients. So out of desperation, I tried a CBD product and I was amazed literally within uh, by like the next day after the first time I used it, it was like wow. 80% better over the course of about a month. I was able to completely rehabilitate my wrist. I, but prior to trying the CBD, I was starting to have conversations with my wife about that. I might have to retire. I might have to do something where I wasn't actually physically treating patients. Cause I, I thought even if this heals, I'll like never be the same. I'll never be able to you know, adjust people. And there's an art to adjusting. It's something not everybody can do. And um, so anyway, so that's how I got started. And, but then it was more than that. Then, like I said, I vet all the products we carry at my clinic. And so right after that, right after I had this personal experience, I attended a seminar that I go to almost every year. It's in Southern California. It's, it's um, called Cal Jam. And I go to it partially because it's in sunny Southern California in January. And I hadn't really paid attention to who the speakers were, but I attended that year right after I had this personal experience and the three keynote speakers were talking about the endocannabinoid system, CBD or cannabinoids. One of them was talking about CBD and cancer. Um, one of them was talking about CBD and just immune function, which we should get into. And then one of them was talking about CBD and pain. So I had all this information. Uh, it really kind of validated my own personal experience. So then I started researching. I spent literally over a year looking at all the PubMed data out there. And that's what led to writing my, my book, A Doctor's Perspective on CBD. And um, I took, there's thousands of studies out there showing the benefits of CBD. But the problem is for most people reading the clinical National Institute of Health kind of studies are like reading a foreign language. Mm -hmm. So the main objective of my book was to take that information and make it understandable. And then it's interspersed with testimonies or testimonials of patients that I met through this process and the people that I personally treated and the results that they've gotten. Um, so that's what led to writing the book. And then it also led to me researching like what's the highest quality product. So we were talking about like, how do you know if vitamin C is good? I would say with CBD, it's even more important that there's a lot of really uh, downright fraudulent CBD products because this market is so booming. It's such a, there's a lot of interest in it. So, but then there's also people that are trying to put out a good product, but they just, they're a mom and pop kind of a thing. They're literally producing CBD like, you know, in the back room of their health food store. And so they might have no, they might have not have any quality control. So I really found, I was looking for the best quality product and I landed on a company called the, the Zalise company uh, and their product, they have a product line called UltraCell. So, um, so yeah, that's kind of the, that's the story about how I got started. Wow. So you were talking about, you mentioned about cancer and stuff like that, you know, so has this actually helped people that have had, had cancer? And if so, how does that normally work? I mean, is it like a cream and you just put it on you? I'm 
Right. So, so first of all, a little disclaimer is that I'm not making any medical claims. I'm not claiming to treat or cure cancer. Um, you know, uh, the, the, uh, you shouldn't um, uh, uh, take what I'm saying now as like a doctor-patient relationship. I'm just giving you information. So in my book, there's a whole chapter on cancer where, again, I'm not making medical claims, but I'm just talking about the research of what it shows. So, um, so there's studies that show that, that uh, and maybe right when I answer this question, we should, we should take a step back and talk about just what the endocannabinoid system is because yeah, that be great. makes this whole thing make more sense. But there's studies showing that um, stimulating the endocannabinoid system actually upregulates your immune system to actually detect and destroy cancer cells through something called apoptosis. And apoptosis is like pre-programmed cell death. So um, kind of like I mentioned, our body is designed to encounter viruses and build immunity. Our body every single day is detecting and destroying abnormal cells that are precancerous or could become cancerous through our immune system. So the, uh, the phytocannabinoids or the plant cannabinoids found in hemp, which is the best source, right. um, upregulate this endocannabinoid system and uh, upregulate our immune function to detect and destroy cancer cells. Um, there's other studies showing that there's other benefits of it, that it, it, there's studies showing that it can prevent the spread of cancer, it can, uh, or the metastasis of, of cancer. So specifically in my book, I look at um, research that has to do with breast cancer, prostate right. cancer, pancreatic cancer, um, some of these are, or many of these are preclinical. And what that means is they're done on, you know, animals, done on mice, on rats, those right. kinds of things. So we still have a lot of work to do, but the preliminary studies are, are showing real promise. Wow, that's amazing. Um, wow. So you've been using this for about two years, correct? Yeah, in my clinic, I've had, yeah, I mean, personally, I've been using, I use it every day. Uh, as a matter of fact, I believe in the next you know, 10 years that that's why we're going to see you know, the major financial indicator, uh, you know, um, uh, not indicators, major financial predictors like Forbes, Fortune Magazine, they're predicting that this whole CBD industry is going to grow into a one to some people are saying $2 trillion industry in the next 10 years. And I believe the reason is that when people understand and all this, the research that we're starting now, some of the laws you might no change in 2015, but then especially in 2018, at the end of the year, December of 2018, some, uh, some federal laws changed that allowed universities to study hemp because prior to that, they were lumping it in with marijuana. It was considered yeah. illegal in most states. So when, when this research comes out and people understand, I think the vast majority of people are going to be using it every single day just to promote health. You know what? I, I agree with you 100 percent. And I'm not not here to get like all religious. But what's very interesting, I, I, I love to read history and I love to read the Bible. And it's there's so funny because in the Bible, there's so many nuggets and um, I cannot find the scripture in my mind. But there's a scripture where it says that the healing is in the earth. And it, it just brings me back when you said that, you know, it's like, come on, man. I mean, there's so much things. And what I'm noticing, what's hurting us and damaging us is the man made stuff. Right. And, and that's interesting that, that you say that because that's one of the things about hemp is that hemp is actually one of the oldest cultivated plants. I mean, we have evidence that, you know, at least eight to 10,000 years, humans have been cultivating and consuming hemp and, and using it medicinally, using it as food, also using the fiber to make, you know, clothing and baskets and all that kind of stuff. So, you know, 
to put that in perspective, you know, let's just say it's 8,000 years, but there's really good research is 10,000 years. You know, that's like 6,000 years before Christ was on oh, Earth. Awesome. A long history. As a matter of fact, when we talk about the endocannabinoid system, a lot of the endocannabinoid researchers believe that part of the reason that we need to upregulate our system with a phyto or a plant cannabinoid is that we're designed to take this in. Uh, you know, we've co-evolved with the hemp plant. So, and this is not unusual in human biology that like if we don't get enough iron our body will develop immune uh um, anemia and will you know become ill if we don't get enough vitamin c you can develop rickets which killed you know millions of of sailors you know before uh we before the british uh, you know realized that they had to supplement the sailors with limes and lemons to keep them from dying so so it's not unusual that we have to get things like this in our uh in our diet well that's that's amazing it's um so the, the next thing I'd like to talk about, and I actually had a, a doctor text me right now and he's saying, you know, can, where can we, can us doctors um, get this into our own offices? And right. So, stop. yeah. So that's a whole nother thing. Honestly, I got into this because of the personal experience I had. And then I started, I wanted to get it in. I wanted to treat patients with it or have my patients have access to it. And I was blown away by the clinical response with my patients. That's why part of the title is Science Success Stories and Changed Lives because of the lives that I saw where they were changed. But another whole side of this, if I put on like my business hat as a clinic owner, is that there's a huge demand for this. Um, when I placed my first order of the UltraCell products, I made a little mistake. So I placed the order and I put out on my clinic social media that we were getting the CBD products and they were coming in um, but what I was, <laughs> I did that the night I, I literally like placed the order. I forgot that it was going to take a week for these products to come in. So the next day I'm treating patients and my office staff comes to me, which they never interrupt me when I'm treating patients. They were kind of frazzled and, and they said, Dr. Lindholm, we don't know what to do. And I said, well, what's wrong? They said, literally the phone has been ringing off the hook. People want to buy the CBD product. And they said, there's literally a line of people at the front desk and they want no. to buy it. What should we do? It's, and I said, well, yeah, it's not coming in for a week. I said, well, have them pay today, have them, tell them they can prepay, and then when it comes in at the end of the week, we'll call and, and they can come and pick it up. I pre-sold my entire first order in three days before it even arrived. No, so, yeah. click it again, I need more. <laughs> right. So, and it's really been kind of nonstop since then. The, uh, wow. you know, the clinical benefits as well as the financial benefits have been huge. So if people just contact me through my website, I'm a distributor through the, the Zalise company. Uh, so kind of like, you know, Medigenics and Orthomolecular and all the other products. It's a, it's a great um, way that people can involve. So if they go to cbddrmark.com, and so that's drmark.com, um, there's information there. Um, they can also email me through that and ask questions. I'd be happy to connect with them. So also, like say if somebody has like pain in their back where it just kind of comes once in a while or neuropathy, is that known? I know you can't say yes, it will, because we all know how, how that works. But has that been known to help people with neuropathy and aches and stuff like that? A absolutely. So uh, again, I'm not claiming that you know that's a miracle cure, but I have a whole chapter in my book on pain. Um, one of the main modes of the way C uh, endo uh, the endocannabinoid system works, or or a full spectrum hemp oil or CBD product that has an effect, is that it's very anti-inflammatory, but it. it's also analgesic. So it actually works. There's some studies in my book that I go over where they show that it works both at the end site of inflammation, um, much like anti-inflammatory medications would to block the, to, to decrease the pain. 
but it also almost like a, a narcotic works in the brain to help with pain too. Uh, and now might be a good time to kind of take a step back and talk a little bit about the endocannabinoid system. Yeah. So the reason we see such amazing results, so pain, you know, inflammation, helping with sleep, which is huge, a huge thing is helping people to relax, especially right now when everybody's got so much extra stress. So there's a lot of people that notice a huge uh, effect on their anxiety levels when they um, upregulate the endocannabinoid system. But anyway, the reason we see all of these benefits is because we have our own endogenous cannabinoid system. That just means our, our self-made cannabinoid system. And so one of the things that's almost laughable about the fact that I used to be kind of anti-CBD is that we all make our own CBD, basically. We make our own endogenous cannabinoids. The, mo the two that are most, studies are most studied are anandamide and 2-AG. And um, this endocannabinoid system and the um, endocannabinoids are a pretty recent discovery. They were discovery. They were just discovered in the 1990s. Uh, and the main researcher and his team, Dr. Um, Raphael Machulam out of mm -hmm. Israel, um, studied uh, this. And they're the ones that actually discovered THC first. So oh. the chemical found in marijuana that makes you high. Um, and then after discovering that, they found that we have receptors for these cannabinoids, these plant cannabinoids in our body, and they discovered the endocannabinoid system. So the, the even more amazing thing about this is not only, not only do we make our own cannabinoids, but we have receptors in every system of our body. So especially our brain, our nervous system, our immune system are very richly endowed with the CB1 and CB2 receptors, but literally our musculoskeletal system, our reproductive system, our hormonal system, our endocrine system, our cardiovascular system, they all have receptors. And the, the cannabinoids, both phytocannabinoids and endocannabinoids bind to these receptors. But the even cooler thing about it, you can kind of think of it like a hormonal system. But the cool thing about the endocannabinoid system is these cannabinoids are what the researchers refer to as the engine of homeostasis. And homeostasis mm. means balance. So they have a balancing effect on the function. So why is this important? When I was researching it and I saw that it was in a hormonal system, I thought, well, that sounds good, but I know if I give a man testosterone, what's gonna happen is it'll drive up his testosterone when he gets it, but then his body will actually reflexively reduce how much it produces. So it has a negative feedback loop. And so it can, in the long term, have a negative consequence. But that's mm -hmm. not the way the endocannabinoid system works. Because it's like an adaptogenic effect and it has this balancing effect, this homeostasis right. effect, it helps to just balance the activity. So, for example, say you have somebody that has a weak immune system uh, and wants to boost it. A phytocannabinoid will upregulate this system and strengthen their immune system. But you can also have somebody that has an overactive immune system that has an autoimmune problem, which is very widespread, and it will, it will tend to decrease that. Or I see people where they have high blood pressure and stimulating the endocannabinoid system will lower their blood pressure. There's actually a whole chapter in my book about cardiovascular health and lowering blood pressure. But I've also seen people where they have low blood pressure Will it where it raises their blood pressure? So it's an amazing clinical tool because it has this balancing effect. It really ties into chiropractic because our whole approach is to remove interference so the body can work the way it's supposed to, to, to literally balance the body through correcting subluxations. And so this is a perfect biochemical um, tool for that. And then the last thing I want to mention about the endocannabinoid system is the problem with the endogenous cannabinoids is almost all of us are deficient to them. A right. deficient in them, excuse me. So this wraps back to that, what we were saying before about the history of, of hemp, that we really are designed to take in these phytocannabinoids 
and hemp is the best source of those phytocannabinoids. Man, that's you know a lot about this. <laughs> I, 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 I do. I know a little. You're like, I'm going to go around here before I get to here. I love it. No, I, I love it. So everyone, here's the thing. If, if you're in pain, if you would love to get out of pain, and again, we're not saying this is going to, as we all know on the internet land, we have to be careful what we say. Bottom line. But here's the beautiful thing. We have live testimonials next of people that, you know, Dr. Marcus helped change your life. Now, if you're in pain, any type of pain, give Dr. Marcus a call. The phone number's on the screen. If you have any questions, you can also put it, uh, questions uh, on the on the news feed, on whether in Instagram, whether on Facebook, and um, Dr. Mark will, um, you know, get back with you, or just keep it simple, call his office. And I just want to say thank you so much, uh, Dr. Mark. Uh, we appreciate you and all that you do. We we just, I love doctors. I, I feel that chiropractors do, they, they do not get enough credit. And, you know, I mean, you've got two types of doctors. I can say this, so it's perfect. You have two types of doctors. You have one type of doctor where you're in pain, whatever type of pain, you walk in, give them your co-payment, and they give you a bag with a bunch of pills. Guys, we all know that that just patches. It's like putting a Band-Aid on something. What's great about the other type of doctor, which we're talking to, they focus on the most important part of the body. That's the spine. If there's not enough blood flow going and moving, guess what happens? You get pain in those areas. So we need doctors like Dr. Mark. Anyways, thank you all so much. Thank you, Dr. Mark. Sharing is caring. Make sure we all share this because one video can change one person's life. God bless you all. Thank you, Dr. Mark. Yeah, thank you so 